Sweet. What's going on, brother? What's going on? Oh, how are you? Good. How are you? Oh, I am all right. I am at least in a room that is properly heated now for the first time in a bit. (laughs) Two weeks. Because, yeah, pretty much had to spend the year-end Christmas money on basically getting the furnace looked at. So that happened on, what was that, Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah. We ended up going back to work because Monday was a storm that kind of wiped everything out. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. No. Give me me one second. Welcome to uh, What Does It All Mean podcast. Uh, I wasn't going to do this tonight, but Brian sent me a message and he hit me up and it inspired me to get on and and do this. So I'm kind of stoked that you did because I kind of wanted to. But uh, I, I feel that sometimes people get burned out of things. So, you know, the fact that people are actually, you know, caring, the cat's in full effect right here. Like everything. Yeah. Is just... <laughs> so I'm, I'm stoked that you actually sent uh... the message. And yes, you're going to be my guest tonight and we're going to have fun and shoot the shit on the first day of the year. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Because uh, honestly, even with your past stuff, we got a bit to cover. Because um, I wanted to catch up on your three-parter that you did with the whole Lollapalooza thing and oh, everything. Because cool. um, what was kind of weird, too, because um, you still aired them about the same time. You just did it during the week, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. For me, in the middle of the week, I'm just getting off work when you're done broadcasting. Oh, wow. So that's why I couldn't I couldn't catch any of it. So I had to re I've got to replay all three shows to see what you covered on all that. And I was just starting to, and then I was seeing what the time was. I'm like, is he coming on? Maybe he's not because he did all three, which I get. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, because yeah, no, there was all that stuff too, and of course I figured you would throw the stuff in about Betty. God rest her. It was kind of coincidental because my wife was rebroadcasting on who all the Golden Girls shows over the past week when all this went down before it even went down. Yeah. And then, you know, we cut wind about the whole, you know, Hunter birthday thing that was supposed to be in a couple of weeks. And then here it was New Year's Eve. I'm like, yeah, honey, she's gone. Yeah. She's like, what? What do you mean? Betty, she didn't make it. <laughs> she's like, no. Yep. <laughs> right there. Plain as day. I feel it. Like even I, today. I, I wonder if that pre- uh, that special had any pressure on it too, you know, like, I know that that was coming up and there's got to be a point in your life where you're like, dude, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I don't want to be in the media. Like, you know, I feel if they would have just let her like do whatever the fuck she wanted, maybe she would have lived a little bit longer. But um, yeah, it crushed me. I had a dream about her. Uh, that was, that's a shitty way to start off the year. But you know, I mean, it, it yeah. happened yesterday, which was yesteryear, but still just yeah. to be hit in the gut like that. And especially when, you know, she's my icon and I truly believe that like, I, I want to live to at least 99 and she's something to look yeah. up to. And, you know, ironically, I wrote that song, Eyes Like Betty White. I've been playing that like for the last four months straight constantly. And I have tons of other songs, but I've just been going to it, going to it, going to yeah. it. I don't even know why. Okay. And so it's like, you almost feel their energy starting to pass. And then when I got the message on the Instagram that she'd passed, I just, I couldn't, couldn't fucking believe it. You know, I, I really couldn't believe it, you know? So yeah, no, I got that too. It was like, yeah, no, I, I've been following a bunch of her stuff. Even today, I'll bow down and show this. Uh, got both people mags. Uh, the stuff that still showed where they did before she passed. I yeah. did just here today. They will still air the show on the 17th. Oh, cool. I did just see that today. They are going to go ahead and 
basically it'll just unfortunately turn to the whole tribute show and whatever, you know. Yeah. God yeah. rest her. But yeah, no, I saw that old picture you posted on Insta. Was that Betty and your mom? No. Was that? No. 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 Was, okay. No. All right. I don't have any hookups. <laughs> like, no. Okay. All I did was write a song and I literally tried to, um, I have a video of it and I used my family in there actually. And ironically, I think my mom might be in one of the younger pictures of the, the actual video. But um, okay, one of my guitar players in the other band said that um, he found out that Betty did hear the song. I don't know if that's true. He could be completely <laughs> full of shit. I doubt she cares. <laughs> You know, if someone wrote a song about it, I would hear it. So, but you know, I don't know if it'd be good or bad. I gotta let the cat out again. This fucking cat. No, nope. no, nope. I understand. I've had cats been driving me nuts all day since we've gotten them living on the other side of the room. It's like we're just even a half hour ago. It's like I'm just in the bedroom. The wife's already asleep, and all of a sudden I hear meow. <laughs> God, guys, what are you? Ugh. Okay, making sure my earbuds are still hanging in my ears. These don't hang in there the best. Uh, but yeah, no, I am coming to you live from the best way to call this is the rec room. And I'm taking rec in the most literal sense because it is like half destroyed in here right now. <laughs> I, love, I love it. I love it. I, I still don't have this thing in half the order that I wanted to in. I mean, I've got music. i got video games. I've got trailer machines. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six guitars in here. I've got <laughs> <laughs> I've got movies up the ton. I've got geeky stuff up the ton. I got a Jedi poster on the wall over here. I got um an old Batman comic poster blocking my windows so that I'd actually get some shade in the darn thing. Yeah, no, it is to say it's destructive in here is putting if a good spin you, on. I, if I showed you my room, which I really shouldn't, first the first thing you said was the the Star Wars, you know, Jedi poster. Of course, I didn't really like that that movie that much, but yes, that is that is my uh, the Star Wars poster, and then of course the Star Wars Legos that I got. Over yeah, here. I saw the killer Legos you got since since you got blessed with both the Adat and the Star Destroyer that the ladies got. So it's yeah, like, yeah, I'm it's like, oh my god, most Eisley right now. And then there's oh one, my god, one guitar there, one guitar there, and about <laughs> five or six guitars. Over there. So yeah, you would fit right in, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I've got so much crap everywhere. It's like, oh god, where do I start? Oh. But yeah, no, it was like you were doing that. You were doing the gigs about the whole Lollapalooza stuff. I think I was at. Two of them when they nice. were out in Minneapolis. Which I think one was ninety. Which ones? I want to say ninety fives and ninety sevens. Nice. Because yeah, it was like one was way far out. I think they had a couple of just kind of offshoot outskirt islands they were at. Because I kind of remembered road tripping, and I think they did the other one just flat out at. Was it the MetLife place? Because this was before it became the Target thing, before it became the Target Center out there. Because, yeah, it was like, I think because of them, I think I've seen like Alice in Chains like at least three times. Uh, of course. Arrested Development was out at this thing. Yes, and, I remember that, that show. Um, yeah, no, um, I remember one, one of the gigs had Fishbone. Yes. I'm trying to, it, it was just, yeah, no. No, it was all kinds of just, you know, 
semi-blessed anarchy. It was like absolutely righteous. <laughs> yes. Good times in the nineties. You know, I, I hung out, I hung out with Angelo Moore from Fishbone and this was in the nineties. And, uh, I went to UCI, which is a college around here and he was giving this lecture and, uh, all of us kids, he dared any fishbone soldiers to come down to UCI to the studio. And we lived really close. We went down there, we hung out and we came in, we were on air. And he's like, he's like, just, you know, wait out here when I'm done. We'll fucking, we'll go and hang out. So we go and hang out like probably 10 of us, like 15 year old kids. And we go and hang out by some tree and we're just like chilling. And he starts telling us about just all this crazy shit about how yeah Lollapalooza is coming up you see you know they did the the first tour of it here and now they got to go to to Europe and he was just bummed that like he had to come up with like x amount of money like he had to pay to go play in Europe in Lollapalooza and I thought that was so I felt bad for him because I was like dude you know if you were Red Hot Chili Peppers or if you were like anybody else are you really paying to get over to Lollapalooza and he could have been lying but I don't think he was because that dude tends not to lie but um, I thought that was kind of shitty. Like, why would you have to pay? And, and that's just, that was that was in the 90s. Now, man, if you had to go on tour, like, I heard just a tour across the United States is close to $100,000 with gas and, and everything. It's it's just not feasible anymore, you know? So it, it's crazy how things have changed, but they're still the same, but even more worse in this Mad Max fucking civilization that we're living in in, in the 2020s, you know? Well, I know too, because it's like it's it's getting a little sad because now everybody's getting about the latest transformer variant Omicron going on, and they're getting yep. spooked by that now. Yep. Um, you get the people. Well, you got the one half that's like me who hasn't been doing so well. So I'm on I'm on my third booster, but even up here in the upper upper Midwest where it's like 18 below in the middle of the afternoon, you got a bunch of people that still are anti-vaxxing which i still can't even believe. crazy dude it's crazy and it's just yeah no it is i i can understand why it would take six figures just to even keep going on this because you got fuel you'd have to get like a bus that let's hope to god doesn't suck let's have something with a heater that works um at least have the bus where you could at least crash on when you're road tripping, you know, occasionally the, maybe go find some. The, the Omnicron, like, it's just like, you know, <coughs> I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to meet with my band soon, and there's no plans for touring, no plans for playing shows. Mm -hmm. We're, we're going to just be straight recording. And even that feels a little dangerous to me to be in a room with, like, six or seven people. Everyone should be vaccinated. We should be all good to go. But who the fuck knows? You know, I don't know who's honest and who's not. And standing in a room with people for even, you know, three hours breathing their air, you can catch anything. And I am paranoid. I am I'm not triple vax, but I got the, the the both vaccinations before and I had a bad reaction to it where doctors were trying to reverse yep. the action. So I'm trying to stay away from the third one unless completely necessary. But I'm also trying to stay the fuck away from human beings as well. You know what I like? Hence the podcast. Hence me not playing shows. Hence me not standing on a stage for the last almost three years. And I fucking miss it, of course. But I also know what's yeah. good for me and what's good for the people that want to come and see me play. You know? <laughs> So it's tough. Yeah, man. no, no, no. I hear you, dude. I do. It's just you, you just shake your head and wonder what's what's next. Um, yeah, totally. I, I I think there are a lot of people just kind of hoping that you know the year will just be an inkling better than what the last one was and the yep. previous one was. And for me, even a little bit more to even into twenty nineteen because that's when I found out I wasn't doing so well health wise. So it's like, yeah, no. 
no, we're just trying to just, if, if we can get through another day, we did well. That's yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. You wake up, if you just wake up the next day, you're doing good. And that's what people don't understand, you know, like making it to Betty White's age is fucking phenomenal. Making it to, you know, I'm 45, making it to 45 and, you know, X amount of days is phenomenal <clears throat> for me as well, yeah. you know? So you don't know, you don't know when your, your yeah. number's up, you know, and not everyone's going to make it to Betty's age, you know? And I was watching the um, Harry Potter reunion thing and holy shit, they just showed all the people in the last 20 years that have died from Harry Potter. And it was mm -hmm. fucking so many, dude. Like it was like, yeah. there was at least 15 or 20 people that are dead just from that movie series and that, that thing alone yeah. in 20 years. So. Yeah. Well, I remember even following this with Betty Godrester. She was the last golden girl. I know it was a little bit amazing back when Rue passed when she did, because yeah. I think she was sick or had cancer with something. And then I think there was even this spell that it was like, I think three of them went in three consecutive years. So that was kind of a little bit out there. Yeah. Betty was just the last one for whatever her reasons, whatever health choices were. She hung on the longest. She did. She's right. Um, I think my wife had even looked it up out of the whole thing. I think out of that whole show that they all did, I think there's only about – uh, four to six people left that are still alive that was involved in that whole Golden Girl series. Yep. I think she had found that somewhere. It was like, even seeing like supporting cast members, it was like, holy cow, I remember that cat from MASH, or holy cow, that's from MASH. You know, yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah, the guy that was, um, that insane, uh, colonel that would show up from CIA, Colonel Flag, was, yeah. um, one of Rue's dates, and he was the guy that they, you find out is blind at the damn bar. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the same dude. And then, yeah, no, then you had the final series that you had Leslie Nielsen be the guy that, you know, um, Dorothy marries at the end, God rest him. And, yeah, yeah, you're almost hoping for some sort of police squad reference or something, but I knew that was going to be a bit much to ask for. Totally, totally. <laughs> what's trippy is, like, what's trippy is my, my – my dad told me one time when I was young, he's like, you know, as you get older, you know, you just start to see everybody around you just falling off the planet and like, you know, just mm -hmm. kind of disappearing. And dude, I didn't get that at 18 because like no one had really died in my life, you know, like, yeah. I mean, a few people had, but, but not like now, now being in middle age, almost like 45, fuck bro. Like I'd say at least a quarter of the people that I know that I've seen in my life have, have passed. So when you got to yeah. deal with that kind of shit, it's, it's random because there's no way out. We're not getting out of this. We can't fight the no. death thing. Elon Musk can try as much as he want with, with some fucking cyberlink, but dude, it's not going to prolong this, this, the journey, the next journey, you know? Yeah. No, 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 it's not. No, no. And that's like, I've even seen a couple pictures of Mr. Musk and I'm kind of like going, is he trying to like, become quasi-plastic because I was like, is he even healthy? I don't even he know. And he's kind of like missing the point too. Like he, he yeah. I understand his, him fusing us with technology and all that, but you know, my grandfather, like my dad told me this one thing, but my grandfather once said, you know, we're like flowers. Okay. And we can like mm -hmm. we wilt easily, you know? And when you think about that, yeah, we are organic matter and yes, electricity and circuits and components, they're all natural forms too. But I feel that we are more like 
the tree and the flower than we are than the electricity. But yes, we all are combined part, but I don't know, man. I feel that we're so delicate as, 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 as human beings that if anything just happens to go wrong a little bit, it can fucking kill us all, you know? And not, that's not fearful, but it's just, it's true. You know, it's the, it, this movie, Don't Look Up, you know, it has this whole, uh, it's, on, it's on Netflix. Basically the whole concept is this uh, comet just is coming to fucking kill us all. And with our technology, we can see it coming, but we can't stop it. And that is the fragile, you know, idea. Like, yeah, if something like that comes, we're all, fra we're so fragile, we can die. There's no way out, you know? So I don't know. I'm not afraid of it. If, if we get wiped out, we get wiped out. I think, I think Musk is a little afraid of it. And, and I think that's hence why he's running to Mars and hence why he wants to be a robot and hence why, fuck, dude, it's just, these, this is happening. It's strange. Uh, oh, man. I don't know. I think, yeah, when you just get that much money, you just kind of come up with these crazy things. I, I wouldn't know because I've never come up with that kind of, you know, crazy <laughs> stuff. Either. Um, I'm seeing down here, Julia is a fan of yours, Julia Halligan. She turns around and says, you're not, you're young, you're not middle-aged. So, <laughs> well, I know she wanted to come and see you whenever you start gigging. So, yeah, no, sweet. So, you've still got fans out there. That's awesome. She's in London, and Julia is, like, the, one of my best friends. And, uh, yeah, we were supposed to go to, Kurt and Harvey was supposed to go to London right before the pandemic, and we had that whole planned out. Uh, it was going to be expensive, okay. and, yes, all that stuff was going to, but whatever, like when you have a reason to go see your friends and play music at the same time, it's it's awesome, you know. So, yeah. I as the middle age yeah. comment, you know, my grandfather, I think he passed at like eighty something. So if I'm forty five, I'm getting fucking close to my middle age. Mm -hmm. that, we all think we're gonna live to ninety nine in that Betty Betty White age, but as men, first of all, we know that we don't live that long. Like we we we're we're seventies eighties, like for real. That's yeah, real. Yeah. You know, and women tend to live longer. I don't know why that is, but they yeah. do. They do. They do. And it's like, yeah, no, she made a 99, God rest her. Um, I know, um, I think even my mom had traced a lot of the male history back. And it's like, there's a lot of cats. It's like their infamous age, believe it or not, was like 66. But my dad yes. was like this odd one. He made it all the way to 85. Yeah. See, that's awesome. And and then, yeah, no, I think he would have got a little bit more time after it. Um, what happened was, unfortunately, he kind of became a casualty of COVID. He didn't get sick. But a year or two beforehand, just because my mom was being dis disabled and not being able to take care of him, we ended up having to put him in a home a couple of years ago. And COVID, when the lockdown started happening, I think us not being able to see him yeah. is what got to him. The depression from it did. Because, yeah, his hearing was bad, so talking to him on a phone was almost impossible. And to have him not really understand, because he was going in and out with bouts of dementia and whatever, it's like, yeah, yeah to see him through a window, I don't think he would comprehend. It's like, why are they yeah. not coming into the house? And it's like, yes. yeah, no, I get it. I got my grandma. Yeah. I got my grandma a computer, like, at the very end of her life, like, for real, bro. And she was fucking ancient. You know, she was 80, 88 years old. And I gave her a little computer mm -hmm. so I could get her on the Facebook. And I, I, I gave her to, for like Christmas or something. I'm like, Grandma, I'm going to get you on Facebook. I'm going to fucking chat you up like crazy. And she just didn't, she couldn't comprehend what the fuck Facebook yeah. was, what the, well, like you said, like what the square was in front yeah. of, and she, she didn't have dementia, but she just, it was way the fuck, you know, are we going to be that way? Are they going to have some crazy PlayStation 50 and we're not going to know how to play it? <laughs> you know, yeah. like that's going to suck. 
Yeah, no. Well, it's kind of sad, too. It's like turned around, and uh, my wife talked me into getting one of the Galaxy watches since we're, like, big into Samsung phones. And, I mean, this thing is straight out of a Dick Tracy show in the Jetsons because you can actually chat and FaceTime through this thing, and I keep forgetting to even use this. I mean, I'm just handy that I can wear something at work so that if the thing goes off, I don't have to grab my phone all the time, which I'm not supposed to do. And, yeah. But all of a sudden, it's like, yeah. And the thing, biggest thing is, too, now with mine, it's like the thing even tracks my email, and I'm like, why did I get this email? What What am I doing? What am I following all this crap for? What What goes on? So I know I need to sit down and just clean out that freaking mess. And it's like, oh, good, good folks. Well, I'll tell you how hard. Yeah. I'll tell you how hard card is for me. So, like yesterday, I'm sitting here with my new iPhone. I finally sold out and got a new one. And as I'm on Amazon, the the, the devil that I hate, I'm I'm going through my Amazon app, right? I've got two books. I, I okay, this is it. I had three books like right here. Like two of them are Star Wars books. One of them you could barely see. You could barely make out. Okay, and it was the Stephen King book. Okay, and so. As I'm looking at my Amazon, fucking boom, that Stephen King book pulls up, that, that Star Wars book pulls up, then everything else in my room pulls up, guitar strings, fucking anything that like, and even in my kitchen, and I was like, bro, like, it's supposed to tell you, like, right now, like, I'm, I have my phone, there's a little green dot on there, okay, it's telling me that, I, you know, someone's looking at me, I get that, but when Amazon is fucking clearly still looking at me when that green dot is not there, we have a problem, a big problem. But somewhere along the long lines, we clicked yes and said okay to some fucking guidelines that let them come in and intrude in our lives to the point where they know what you know kind of toilet paper I use and what kind of cat food I, I, I buy. And that's where it's fucking creepy, you know? Yeah, no, I'm, I admit, I'm kind of scrolling a little bit through this yeah, year. No, we got, Dude, I love this. Um, um, Julia said, I understand about my mom passed away from Alzheimer's in February 2019. So we got yes. a couple other people that are in the same book. Uh, Robert Gabriel Reyes. Hey, dude, good to see it. See you up this thing. Yeah, it was hard not to tell my grandmother that her son, my dad had passed away. So, I mean, everybody's had at least some personal hand at this, whether it was, the illness itself, the protocol it followed to being shut down, not being able to track down family. Um, we're scared to death because Amazon is watching everything we do, say, purchase, and God only knows what we download. Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because I go through the same thing. It's like, how did it know I was looking at this? Or it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's even just sad when it's just, Random crap, because um, I remember just flipping through news stories, and right in the middle of the news stories, you see these stupid ads pop up that all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like, yeah, come down to Hardee's and buy a chicken sandwich. And I'm like, yeah. quit bringing up this stuff when I'm getting hungry, and I'm also on this massive diet because of my illness, or am I supposed to touch that crap? Anyway, yeah. but it was like, I, I, I bowed down and got a couple of chicken sandwiches one day, because I got tired of people harping about it. It's like, darn it, stupids and that. Oh, oh that, dude, God. that's MK Ultra shit. Like, there's no doubt about that. That is MK Ultra shit, where they, 
you know for a fact they have tested and marketed these things where they know in the prime time that you're hungry because they now have your Apple Watch and their Apple Watch can dictate when you've been walking, how many steps you've taken, and when you need to fucking eat. It's all calculated. It's all calculated. Yeah. So it, oh, it's, no. it's scary. It, but you just got to, you got to, you know, you got to just be aware of it. And when you are, you know, you can have more control, you know. But believe me, I'm sitting here even just watching some cooking shows sometimes, and I'm like, fuck, I got to go cook. Um, I just want to see this. I see, <laughs> I see Becky down here, Zephyr1369. Uh, she said, I tutored my boyfriend's 95-year-old grandmother how to use her laptop to make slideshows of photos. See, that's awesome. I want to be that person when I'm 95. I want to be able to use the technology. I want to be able to use PlayStation 95 or whatever the fuck it is. You know, by then, it really will be, you know, us pulling up some shit from our arm because Elon Musk will take over and we'll be sitting there. Mm. And no matter what, we're going to buy it because, like, we're suckers for this technology. So the, the iPhone is in its infant stage, right? Thinking up, thinking 20 years from now, literally, we'll, we're going to hit our, our, our arm freckle and it's going to pull the fuck up. There's going to be a screen and I'm just going to be looking at you like this. I'm going to be like, hey, Brian. Yeah. And, and, and that's yeah. going to be and we're hopefully we can comprehend that, you know. Uh, she says, "Don't fear. You can train your algorithm, and there's no and there's uh, there's apps to audit and deny access permission on your phone for the apps. Heck yeah! And then Per Sun says, don't let these people scare you. What you are, uh, you can never win. You know? Okay, so I'll tell you this: How you said about your browser history one time? I had a guitar teacher. He was the best guitar teacher ever, and uh, he said to me, I said something about, yeah, I hope they don't see my um, browser history." And he's like, well, why? And I'm like, you know, because there's probably some bad shit on there. And he's just like, well, just own it. He's like, are you really, he's like, are you really, um, you know, ashamed of those things? Or are you just ashamed of like basically the government seeing it? And I'm like, I'm not ashamed of, of being able to log on to Pornhub and what, doing whatever I need to do when, you know, I'm not ashamed of that. And when you come to terms with that, then the government and these powers and the, all, all these things, there is no fear. Cause you're like, dude, everyone else is too. There's nothing fucking wrong with whatever you're looking up. As long as it's not hurting kids and children and all this fucking thing. If it, humans are all so similar, it, it, the, the older I get, the more I see it. And I think that we're all so different that it makes us kind of like fearful of the things that we're naturally about. So, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm cool with you on that one too. It, it is. It's just, I, I am to the point. It's like, well, they'll have a good chuckle at my expense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there, <laughs> there's yeah. a song. There's a song by this band called Nowhere, and it, it's called The Government Knows. Okay, and it's, it's, it's Nowhere, like N O W E R. And, and it's just basically the government knows, government knows, the government knows when you masturbate. And that's the whole fucking thing. Right. And he's just like, he's like, when you, when you're, when you're, when you're grabbed, you're, when you're holding your meat, like look on, look at uncle Sam. And like, you know, it's dude, you look it up. It's fucking amazing. And it's it. And that's the whole thing. Who gives a shit? As long as you're not hurting kids, as long as you're not doing anything bad. This is, this yeah. is our new, way that we uh we communicate you know and it, it's creating its own thing too like you know say my chick's gone you know i i will send her you know these texts that like you know i can show her love you know mm. and it's just different because we can't hug each other we can't fucking do the things that we want to do so it's creating its own thing like we're starting to morph into a different uh creature you know which is this more self-isolating human being which is not what we're meant to be because we really are tribal creatures you know so 
Well, I remember laughing too a little bit because I guess it kind of showed off a little bit more of my hermit ways because of the fallout. COVID stuff and being locked down. I mean, we were doing not much more than occasionally leaving the house once a week to go get groceries. Other than that, I went to work, I went home, and that was it. And I had one of these jobs that I worked all the time because nothing got shut down or whatever. The fact that I had like two weeks off, I was like just thinking, oh, I could catch up on some sleep finally. But I was kind of, it, it really dawned on me how social I'm not anymore because all these people were just so bent out of shape. Yeah, because they're locked down so much, and I actually almost got a little bit cheesed because I'm to the point. So you're upset because you're living the way I do all the yeah. time. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, <laughs> and it's really not that bad. Like I, you know, especially the older I get, I don't mind. You know, um, I, being I was doing the music scene for a while, and 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 for a while, dude, it was just seven, eight years of like constantly having to go to these bars and constantly having to go to the house of blues and constantly going to these different places and it sounds fun when you're an upcoming band but when you start to do it for a long period of time and it starts to take up like the majority of your life and and it starts to become overwhelming and i even remember like like coming into 2020 knowing that we were going into to london and, and taking it to the next level i kind of wanted just to take a break and now i've had this forced three-year break and who knows you know like me the way i am i'm like fuck dude now i want to be a lego creator i don't give a shit about music like i'm like i'm on to the next thing you know like for real that that's how i am these these yeah. things they don't they don't make me like you know the music thing is super fun but it doesn't dictate who i am you know like you can do anything in your life, especially when you're in your own space, such as Tesla. You know, what did Tesla say? Like, be alone, and you can really find the answers to the universe. And I'm sure you can do it with the loved one of your life as well. But for me, I, I, I'm in my little man crib because I'm trying to figure out what the fuck it all means before I get to that age of, of hopefully Betty White's age and, and, and having to cross over. You know, because that's really what the podcast is about. Me not fearing death, but wanting to know that when I take that final breath, that like, I'm okay with it and I'm not going to be scared. But yeah. my, my chick's a nurse and she looked at me the other day and she just clearly said, everybody's scared when they're about to fucking die. Like just, she just said it. And I don't even know where that came from. Like I didn't ask her and she said that. And, and it was just like a dose of reality, you know, and, and that your last breath, you're, I don't think you're, you know, hopefully I will be celebrating life and everything will be great. But I think just the fearfulness of human beings, the anxiety, all that shit, it's, it's hard to go out like George Harrison. George Harrison. Excuse me. You know, it is. It's hard to go out like George, you know. I noticed that the, um, sorry, I noticed that my, my living rooms just got dark. So that means I'm waking people up. <laughs> That's what made me choke, but whatever. So it's it's deep, and I'm glad that you uh you know hit me up, and glad we're discussing things, even if I'm pissing off my significant other, you know. Yeah. No, the thing is, I'm not alone either, because you've had like a few about you've had about five, six of us. Um, a couple people been scrolling, saying stuff. So yeah, I wasn't alone on this, so that's awesome. Um, Sapphire thirteen sixty nine. Just don't let them trick you into going into the light, erasing your memories. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah, I think that happens though. Like, okay, 
I think that happens. Like, I think that's just natural. I think as soon as we get sucked into that, that, cause this is what I think happens. I think that as soon as the, as soon as the atoms leave our shell of the existence of human, you know, quality, we shoot out into the multiverse into like a cosmic river that then shoots our atom within a black hole, which we now know things go in and things come out the other side. At that point, I feel that our atoms are sucked into that, like a fucking, like a, like a drain. And then that drain is shot out. And as that's happening, you can probably maintain some of your existence, some of your everything but i think that's also a way to wash us clean and then when we come through then boom we have this whole new reality but then you know you're walking down the street and you look at somebody that you've never seen in this lifetime and all of a sudden these like sparks of like hey i fucking know you hit and then it makes you question like she said those things that you might have taken through that said black hole you know so i don't know this is just me fucking thinking out loud you know yeah no no i get it i mean i've had even cared little quiet cups of talk it's like say someone's on the verge of death they pass away now the thing is do they come back as the next child born into the universe on the other end of the world you know yeah. everything and you get to try again and you take another shot at it now yeah. are you going to make choices you did as you get brought up how are you brought up who knows is the darkness of this light the light of the next vagina that you're coming out of like that's what blows me out like are we going into the and, and that's what makes the woman so fucking powerful because she is the thing that actually gives birth to the light you know and i feel the woman the woman is so suppressed in this culture because they have the fucking power and that's why people like betty white live till 99 because they really do have the divine mothering power which us men don't have and maybe that's why we don't you know last as long as them you know they they really know what it means to give birth and to uh nurture something into it not every woman does but you know just the ability to have birth we don't have that ability right now and i think that still you know brings us back a little bit i think that's why uh women are more involved okay what is what does she say here what is what is becky saying we can access all the memories held by every molecule that you've had been in every form it has been before. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. But for me, I only really remember things of, of this existence right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can only remember the, the way that I start to have feelings of like, people of uh you know other lifetimes is like i said seeing someone that's walking down the street that i've never met before and i i just feel like i've known them before because i've had that happen several times that's got to be past lives shit but i can't remember them i'm not being like well that was my sister that was so and so i i just know that i know them i know somewhere that they were important to me in my lifetime and i and i think like you were saying your your cosmic your karmic value really does dictate where you go through the multiverse and my cat's meowing and that's what it was it wasn't it wasn't my chick woke up my cat's so fat that it's it's blocking up the undercarriage of my goddamn door give me one second give me one second so funny i actually have the same problem one of my cats is meowing on the other side of my door i'm keeping him out Oh, Mr. Magoo is nonstop. Let me tell you, he is nonstop. Monster boots going off, but somebody's yelling on the other side of my door, too. And it's like, oh, gosh, dude, what is going on? There he is. 
he's happy now. He is yeah. happy now. It's a, oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Oh, good lord. Oh, what else have we got? Um, mentioned about the Lollapalooza. I mentioned about Betty. Um, of course, you've mentioned it since we both release our inner geeks. The last poor Boba, I knew him well. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about that. Have you seen the, the Boba, the new Boba I Fett? I see the show. Um, this also goes in with me when I come home at work. I come home right when the episode drops. So basically, 2 a.m., I clicked on to Disney. I watched the show. I did it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I did. I did. I caught it. I I love the work that both I didn't realize Rodriguez was directing and Favreau was just writing this versus all the stuff he's doing with the Mandalorian. So John's got to be one busy cat doing all this stuff. But I thought it was fantastic. I love the way that they're going with this. Yeah. Uh, the fact that they're even doing this whole little bits and pieces thing. Yeah, I can't wait to see what they're going to do next. They show their version about how he survived the Sarlacc and all I've ever seen is a couple of comic stories of this. There was a couple of little short stories written in form that's no longer canon anymore. But I love the way they did it. I dig it. I love the show. I can, I'm I'm just waiting for the next next show to drop. Period. Straight up. Mine was. Yeah. Uh, it, it. I knew it came out like Wednesday or whatever. My chick is working. She's a nurse. So I literally, I had to wait till today. And it, it like I I just saw it today at like twelve o'clock and I like fuck it was just so cool. Uh, sorry for the spoilers, everybody, but yeah, the Sarlacc pit that was it. I, once that was done, which was in the first couple minutes, I looked at my chick and I'm all, oh, it's done. I, I don't even need to see anymore. I just need to see that part right there. How the fuck did he live? And that was it, you know. And yeah. I loved it all. I loved just how he. he the Tuscan Raiders fucked him up and how, you know, he, he went and, you know, went out and killed that beast and it came back with a head. But I really do think that that little, um, the little Tuscan Raider sand, sand crawler guy said, basically told them that he did it, not, uh, you know, so yeah. that's where things get complicated. You can already see the problem lies because he's both is coming back. Like he's the man, but that little kid said, I fucking did it. You know, he did. So well, older Raider realized, added two and two together, less, there's no way this kid killed this thing. That's why he hands him at the water. It's like, here, you are in this. <laughs> yes, exactly. And if you watch The Mandalorian, it kind of fit in some spots. It's like, okay, this is how he lost the armor. This is how this, yep. because explained in Mandalorian. I picked up the armor from a bunch of Jawas, and I'm like, how did Jawas get the armor? Well, that gets explained. Yes, so it's like the whole thing there, because even when we find him, he's got a couple of the Raiders back. He sticks. He's kind of just in robes. He's all beat up anyway. So now it's like even in the current stuff, he's soaking in one of those tanks every so often. And so I know there's going to be more of a story there. And I'm just, I, I am, I, I'm just excited to see how this is going to all pan out. I am. I totally agree. I totally agree. <clears throat> I love it. I, I, bro, I, I did this one episode on suicide and, and it was a real thing. Like when I was 15, like everybody else, dude, life was tough and, and I was suicidal and I had thoughts of suicide rushing through my head. And the only thing that saved me was it was that time between, you know, the Star Wars, the first episodes and the second episodes. And I knew that if I could just make it to 1999, that they were going to release the second ones. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. I'm not going to kill myself. Like, that's really what kept me here. I'm like, Star Wars, I want to see how this all pans out. And by the time I got to that age, I was already like more mature. My mind 
mind had, had matured as a male, the, 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 the bouts of suicide had gone away. And, but the thing that really kept me here was fucking Star Wars. And, and I'm still reading the books as a 44 year old man. I'm still buying helmets. I'm still, I'm still loving it. Like I did when I was eight years old, you know, and uh, that, whatever keeps you here some people it's the bible some people it's it's drugs me personally i i love i love the people the humans star wars my cat is bugging the shit out of me i love it all it's it's amazing you know oh yeah no, i i kind of definitely amp up my geek stuff too and i know you had that episode about suicide and all this and you already had the other multiple people that had chimed in and the thing is it was like uh my daughter, who will turn 21 here in a few days, uh, she has unfortunately been fighting problems with depression and the suicide ideation, like most of her teenage stuff. So it has been a constant, chronic, endless battle. I mean, it's back and forth. Way. Some people, unfortunately, go through problems like alcoholism and gambling. So, I mean, yeah, that's something you... You need to take seriously, but also embrace who they are too. Whether, like you said, it's music, it's your inner geekdom, like what I do, and you know, it's everybody saying, you know. Well, you know why I did another reason I did this tonight, bro. I was depressed, and and just because I don't have the thoughts of suicide now doesn't mean that like what happens with my depression is you know as soon as something just starts to bum me out just a little bit, I start to just fucking go on this downward spiral where it gets so bad i'm like fuck i don't want to do this anymore and the pressure starts building on the brain and and i don't want to say that that's mental illness i just want to say that's part of the process of going through life you know and then what what got me through it was like your message hey bro are you gonna fucking be on tonight and i'm like holy shit brian cares and i know that's weird but it was like brian fucking cares if i jump on this stupid little platform and, and talk for 30 minutes you know and that brought me up brought me out of my funk and all of a sudden i got happy and and but that's how the moods shift like i'm fucking way down here and then i'm like oh dude this sucks life sucks and then just one little message brought me to the up here again so i i completely understand it and you know just letting people know that you fucking love them whether you know whether it's your daughter whether it's the dude on the street that looks fucking crazy as long as you tell them that you love them and they know that and they can always you know kind of come to you it's all you can do you know yeah. so no that's that's just it dude because yeah no i i kind of half wondered what you were doing the three-part shows it's like maybe you do need a break maybe you finally got something going on on saturday night i figured i'd <laughs> ask i didn't know. i'm usually not doing that much anyway the lady actually had turned in i figured i'd just buzz you see what was going on I figured perfect I just what's left of the room for whatever so perfect yeah no so yeah no because i i do this too i also second a friend of mine that does his own occasional show with his internet radio station every few weeks he hasn't done one now since christmas because of course it's the holidays and all the other crap with the family and whatever else yeah but i know he'll be coming back on to do a show sunday afternoon where he wants to do a recap of a bunch of the albums we reviewed for kind of a best of 2021 and even that with all our with all the stuff we follow with his punk music and whatever else, there's so much music we never even came close to covering. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, we even got, you know, we found some other stuff that I'm even researching other people that are doing stuff. And it's like, well, we did this one. We did this one. They both really like this one. We just did that one last month. And yeah, you'd be amazed how many people kind of have this 
I guess common bond would tell you turn around and say, Hey, we just did that. Say it. And then you turn around and just start chatting with folks. It's and it was like, it was like finding you by accident a few weeks ago. And then all of a sudden, here you have me join on when I don't even know what I'm on this thing. Holy crap. Hey, Jesus. Yep. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> we look like we could be brothers. Like if I just point this back, bro, we look like we could be fucking brothers, you know? And, and, and we are in so many senses. Like I was saying, the guitars, like you describing your room to me, like to me, it felt like we were in fifth grade and I was sharing, you were showing and telling and I was showing and telling. And that's the common bond. And I think that's what school taught us you know like for me my favorite time was fucking show and tell when it was my time to come up and be like here this is my shit like i i that's what i waited for but i also love to see the other kids shit too you know like when the kid from japan came up and he fucking had all the stuff from japan i was like dude this is awesome i want to learn more about what you're doing and that's what we are as culture and us you know and this is just a random thought today i was walking down the stairs and i, I was just kind of gliding down the stairs you using my arms like a monkey and I thought fuck dude we really are descendants of like primates there is no doubt we just had either some mushrooms or something shocked us we are definitely part of that and and as a human I start to to really separate myself from that like thinking oh I'm not part of that species I'm I'm man I'm fucking different hell no the way I was swinging down those stairs bro I a, a monkey would have been fucking you know stoked to see me or orangutan sorry so yeah no, I had a, yeah, no, I've, I've, I've pulled a couple of bad decisions in life. There'd be animals looking at me like, crap, dude, what are you on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you stop being a moron, dumb, and us down? Jeez, stupid. Right, <laughs> right. It's so true. I think the animals are the most pure, pure thing, even though I complain about the cat that's trying to get back in here. That, that, they are the most pure things ever. They, they, my animals and my best friends, but you know, they get me through this, this thing where I get through the bouts of, of the yeah. depression, you know, and that's really it. It's like, what, what gets, what gets you through this life is, is the people that you love. And, and, and the whole thing of this podcast, you know, to me, what I've learned so far, what does it all mean? It is love. And, and the first time somebody said that to me, like it fucked me up because I was just not in the right place to hear that. But the more I get older, I truly believe that love is the weird common denominator in all of this, you know, like consciousness and the black holes and all this shit. And then we have love, which just doesn't even make fucking sense whatsoever that like I can get goosebumps about someone that I love that could be dead somewhere. And then they could be getting those same fucking goosebumps in that other side of the black hole. You know, the fact that that can happen, it's beyond us. And we can't really try to fathom to understand it because we're still part of that primate fucking deal. But sooner or later, hopefully Elon will put that little cypher um, chip in us and we'll fucking know it all. Right. Like that. <laughs> I'm afraid they're going to put a chip in me and I'll have the wrong thing scanned. The only thing I would come up, it says like onion salt, $1.49. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> 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 I'm just wrong. Oh man, I'm not even. What, what do you mean I'm on clearance? What the hell? <laughs> or it tells you your expiration date. You know what I'm saying? It's like you have, you know, yeah. fuck that kind of shit. You know, if you know when you're gonna expire, you're not gonna like that would fuck me up. If I knew that I had X amount of time to live, I wouldn't be doing half the shit I'd be doing right now. You know, seriously. 
Yeah, no, I'm turning around. I'm seeing here another one. Uh, Julia posted again. Your friends are with you. You're the best. Need podcast. And I apologize at the risk of a little bit of uh, GMI. My psoriasis has been horrible all week, so she's been having a bad day with that. Well, best of luck yeah. with you, Julian. Hope you get better. I've never had that stuff, but I've heard from people that have that sucks on toast with crap gravy. It does. <laughs> I, I mean, appearance, it drives you nuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had really bad skin conditions, and I didn't know why for a while. This was probably about seven years ago. Well, I don't think of psoriasis because uh, I, I kind of know what that is, but, like, so, oh, I, I had an extremely um, dry face. Like, I was this dude that just never believed in using any form of, form of moisture, okay, over, like, 35, 36 years. And what happened was my skin started to really react to that. And, and then I started having these just fucking blotches of spots all over my face like crazy. And, like, literally, dude, like, I was already dealing with depression. Then I had to walk up with people with all these blotchy spaces. Like, my friend Damien was the nicest guy because everyone else would just pretend like they didn't see it. And Damien would walk up to me and be like, dude, your face is fucked up. What's going on with you? And, like, I truly appreciated that because at yeah. least he addressed what I was going through. And then I looked at him and I go, I don't know. I don't know. And he's like, maybe you should try some moisture or something. Like, like. It, and then, honestly, I just started moisturizing and the, the, that started to go away. But that's different than psoriasis. But I know the feeling and the way that people looked at me just when I had my whole face covered in these, like, fucking crazy patches of, of scabs. They just looked at me like I was a freak. And I was the same person that I was now, but I just had these things on my face and I didn't know why, you know? So I've kind of always known that feeling when I was a kid, I was just like really cute fucking blonde kid. And then when I was eight years old, I was in this car accident and then it fucked up my forehead so bad that like, uh, by the time I was in first grade, all the kids were making fun of me, calling me Frankenstein. So, so to be up here with all the ladies at one point when you're like seven and then to be down here where everyone thinks you're Frankenstein at eight, like I totally understood and it fucked me up. So, yeah, no, um, I just saw another one here. Yeah. Zephyr 1369. And I'm on the same page with this devastating acne as a teen. Me, me too. Oh my me too. Me too. No doubt. They call, the they call me pizza face. They call me clean, pizza but... face in fucking school. They did. They call yeah, me fucking no. pizza face. Yeah. No, I think I think in some cases the green pizza had smoother texture and my face did. It was bad. Yeah. It was 50 shades of bad. And why um, so kids know? Just so kids know. The reason that that happens is your body starts to change. There's nothing wrong with you. You've done nothing wrong. It's not the chocolate that you're eating. It's not the pot that you're smoking. It's just that your body is changing and the oils in your face are starting to come out. And when that happens, that's when you get zits. And it's all part of fucking life. And I remember telling my mom, I'm like, dude, I look like a freak. Uh, you know, I look like a fucking freak. And uh, basically... What do I do? And she took me to all these doctors and I just had to get through it. I had to get through it. And then once I hit like 18, it slowly started to go away. But from 15, 16, 17, 18, when you're trying to hook up, when you're trying to be social, when you're trying to be, you know, it, you look like shit. You look your worst. And, and, and it's natural. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it is. It was like it was bad. I remember when I first entered, I went to basic training out of high school. Uh, they made me shave every day. And I still had the acne bad in the lower end of my face. I mean, they were giving me the nicknames of Freddy Krueger because every time I would do it, I was peeling my face off down to the oh, epidermis. I yep. was bleeding all the time. 
Oh my gosh. And even close-ups today, if, if I was clean shaven, you'd still see scars on half of my face from the acne from where it pitted so bad. Because one yep. side of the smoother than another half, it's like people look at you closer and go, dude. And it's like, yeah, no, it, it is, it is bad. And it's like, yeah, Julia said, I just want to show you more arms. And it's like, oh my gosh, yeah. It, it's, it's it. like, yeah, no. No, it's like the psoriasis. Yeah, no, it's like I've I've seen people fight that and eczema and all that stuff, and it's like God, God. It's and like, what sucks I, for me is like I have this one um, friend, and he uh, he 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 has like something on his face that like a birthmark on his face that just like will never go away, and it's it's like yeah. abnormal. And fucking, what sucks is like I see him for who he is. Like I mm-hmm. see him for who for he is, but since society always stares at him like he's like fucking something different, like I can yeah. tell that he's got that little bit of cautionary, like like a scared animal type look to even look at me, and then it makes me just go fuck, dude. Like I hate that you have this, and just because you have you know something that's different than the rest of us, you're still the same. Like the the fucking dolphin uh, analogy that I always say, you know, like the dolphins. You know, if there are all these perfect dolphins and one dolphin's fucked up at the bottom, what happens? All these other dolphins go and they take turns to make sure that that dolphin is doing good. And in saying that, you know, that's what we all need to be doing is taking care of each other, seeing Julia's arms and fucking talking about the fucking acne that we were never going to talk about because we were afraid, you know, and it, who gives a shit? You know, it's the whole human experience when I'm lying dead on that table. You know, I want them to look at me and be like, that motherfucker had zits, that motherfucker had tattoos. He lived a life. He did everything instead of trying to live, you know, like a, a, a fucking, you know, glass bottle or something, you know? So it's a trip. It's a yeah. trip. I know we're coming up on the end because I think I started this at 1120. So oh, I think we only okay. have like two more minutes. So what does okay. it all mean? What does it all mean to you? And if you guys have any closing comments as well, because Becky, Zephyr 13, and, and Julie, you've all been a part of it. What does it all mean in, in the last, like, two minutes? Yeah, we're open. Anything. Anybody. <laughs> I think... No, we're all this one. None. <laughs> I think, honestly, the, the communication, just the fact that I told you I didn't want to be on this tonight. Not that I didn't want to be on it, but I was just like, uh, being a musician, I know when people just see too much of you all the time people get fucking sick of it but then also i think of howard stern how like when i used to listen to howard stern when i was younger i could never get enough okay and it got to the point where i even when he switched over to like satellite radio i started fucking downloading and torrenting his shows so i could hear them all the time and it was important to me and you know dude the fact that you hit me up made me fucking happy i'm stoked i think love uh works in different ways and uh I just want to say, dude, you made the fucking first first show of the year amazing, and thank you for reaching out, and fucking A, man. Fucking A. Yeah. No, thanks, man. It's like, drop me a line anytime. It's like, yeah, you know how to reach me, so, yeah. Well, what does it all mean? Uh, well, we've got the rest of our lives to friggin' figure that out, so I'm good. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. And Becky says that, uh, Zephyr says, I have potential alien abduction-related scars. Yeah, I can't even get into that in the last fucking 30 seconds. What are you doing there, <laughs> Stepper? What are you doing there? Come other on, time. That's a whole other show. <laughs> Completely whole other show. Whole other show, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's like, yeah, yeah, you're already set for a while. 
Yes, <laughs> totally. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. Uh, Julie says, we all need to look after each other. Ask them how you are. Yes, just be there. That's it. My friend Daryl, I remember he, he was on a bad trip one night a long time ago when we were kids. And I knew he was on some crazy drugs. And he just called me up and he's all... Hello, and, and I just knew I'm all Daryl fucking chill out. It's all gonna be okay, you know, and I was there for him even at four in the morning So I'm there for all of you at four in the morning and it seems like you're all there for me And yes, this is a cliffhanger. I'm gonna end it now because it's about to end itself So I love you guys till next fucking Saturday rock and roll Later, Peace. Peace. <laughs> Peace and love. Peace and love